0: okay so we have the recording started welcome to our teleseminar today Um, just a few things as we get started Um, for those of you new to the teleseminar um, these teleseminars are based on the teachings of sydney banks and uh, i'm presenting my understanding of sid's teachings in terms of different life uh, issues um i'm going to talk for the first part of the teleseminar on today's topic and then would love to hear from all of you if you have something to share or any questions you have about today's topic or about Sydney Banks' teachings or the principles in general. And you can do a star two on your phone when we are ready for that. So I'm going to talk for about 20 minutes, 25 minutes, and then check in with you. But before starting, I wanted to share with you about an offer I'm making for the month of November. Um, as we move into the month of November, um, in the United States, we celebrate Thanksgiving in that month. And um, i it's really a feeling of gratitude. And I Really want to celebrate the gratitude I have for all of you and everyone that has supported these teleseminars. This is our 11th year. And, uh, so I'm really grateful for all of you who have interests in the teleseminar and, um, and have shared with me that you gained something from it. That was my purpose in starting 11 years ago, if you can believe that. Um so my offer is through the month of November, and anyone on this call uh, or listening to this particular teleseminar, seminar, I'm offering a free coaching session a free mentoring session and all you need to do is email me of your interest, and my email is d r dr d r mark m a r k howard at comcast dot net so uh, those of you who would love to um, to uh, meet with me, I would love to just share my gratitude by offering a free coaching session. So let me know. So, um, well, there's nothing like the feeling of gratitude. And um, I know when I have gone to conferences and met some of you who I did not know before, meeting you at a conference or a meeting based on these principles and you've come up with me up to me and expressed your gratitude for my offering these teleseminars i wanted to share my gratitude for you supporting them so um let me know if you like that free coaching session so let's go today to today's topic pretty interesting isn't it um I'm not taking credit for the title because I was meeting with a wonderful person that I had been coaching and mentoring. And uh, as her understanding of the principles deepened, as she had more understanding that the ways that she was um, thinking about herself and feeling about herself were really just learned thoughts that that the way she was thinking, the way she was using this beautiful gift we have of thought, innocently, um, were creating um, troubling feelings. And as she deepened that understanding, um, as we talked about it, she said, you know what, I just realized um, a deeper understanding of these principles and I'm finding myself losing interest in my thinking. Now isn't that beautiful? it's so gentle um, and not like any pressure at all. just uh, just to see the possibility to lose interest in your thinking Now she was talking about mainly her troubling thinking, but we could look at that for all of our thinking. the more we lose interest in just are thinking the quieter we become, the slower we are in life, not lazy slow, but you know, less pressured and hurried. And actually, then the more we're open to the beautiful uh, feelings available in life and within ourselves. So I thought this was just a beautiful um, focus for us today to just look at. feeling, the sense of losing interest in our thinking, not as a strategy, not to try to lose interest in your thinking, but just see the beauty of of us being able to be less interested in our thinking. And it leads us to getting quieter. It, It leads us to like what people talk about presence, you know, being more uh perceptive of life around us seeing more of what's there in nature that's been given to us to enjoy life now we can go further with this because really to me the value here is to lose interest in thinking about yourself to to um lessen your idea of of yourself being self-important, of taking yourself so seriously, um, of thinking of yourself having to be a certain way and the pressure of that. I was just talking to a dear friend and colleague of mine around how um, their ideas of their self-image, being somebody who needs to know, know more, than others or understand more than others. They were living under a pressure to do that, which is kind of an impossible thing to do. And beginning to lessen interest in thinking about ourselves, uh, thinking around um, the, uh, you know, comparing ourselves, of thinking we should be better. That's also and really valuable for us to and really calms our minds down and really begins to bring us down into um, deep, beautiful feelings. Um, And just sit with that, you know, losing interest in thinking so much generally and losing interest in thinking about you, about how you're doing um, and all the thoughts we have about Uh, What we should be or ought to be doing in life. And the more we lose interest in those thoughts, as they come to mind, you know, there's no way you're going to stop these thoughts. They're habits. They're just well-learned ways of thinking. They're there. As my client shared, you can lose interest in them. You don't have to engage them or you know, start to get interested in a thought that comes to you about how you're not as good as, or, um, things you should have done. And it really drops us into the feeling of happiness, really. Because if we're quiet within our own thinking, we're, we're going to get filled with happiness and well-being and, um, all the feelings that we're looking for because they are there. There's no way that they're not there right now as you and I are here with each other, those feelings of happiness.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And, um, as Sid said, you know, uh, uh, we have those feelings were not for our silly beliefs. And that just simply means thinking about yourself. <laughs> you know, that's all it is, really. And, um, isn't it kind of gentle to just sit back and reflect on losing interest in, uh, losing interest in ourselves, really? Now, that doesn't mean you don't, you are not responsive to life, uh, You don't communicate something that you'd like to have happen in your life. It doesn't mean any of that. This is really about getting a feeling for losing interest rather than looking at what it would mean. Because, see, if you drop into a quieter state of mind, because you're not thinking so much, you're not engaging all the thinking that comes to your mind, you're not uh, taking to heart thoughts about yourself. If you're not doing that, um, you're gonna to be totally present and you're going to see what steps you need to take. Whatever it is that's in front of you, you're going to see it and it's gonna be much more easily, easily available to you. Do you need to finish something? Do you need to make a call? Do you need to connect with someone? Do you need to make an apology? um Do you need to open your heart? All of that will just you'll just see much with much more clarity um if the thinking if you're not engaging the thinking that has come to mind for you if you've not engaged thinking so seriously about yourself. So I just thought this would be, this is just a beautiful uh, phrase, statement, for us to just reflect on together. Because, you know, um, Sid, I remember Sid talking about that unhappiness is the most unnatural state for human beings. We're naturally meant to be happy. And as we looked at this together and learning about these principles of mind, thought, and consciousness, we all began to get a sense that we're happy. We're here to enjoy to have a laugh, to not be so serious, um, the more we lose interest in our thinking. Now, isn't that something? That's the only thing really to do. Like everyone I've met who've come to me to find more understanding for themselves or get some help with a life issue, including me, Um, I didn't know. It was just looking into the way I was using this beautiful gift of thought. You know, before my uh, attending a Sydney Bank seminar. um, Sorry about the noise. I'm here in my office and my uh, gardeners have just come by. So I hope it doesn't interfere. But what I was saying is that, like all of us, I was innocently directed to think that the outside world, my circumstances, my job, my friends, my loved ones, were really what was creating my feelings. But once I started to wake up to the fact that the way I was using thought had everything to do with how I was experiencing my life. I could start to realize um, these beautiful insights like my client got to lose interest in this thinking, to put it aside, to let it pass through all the ways that people have shared within the Three Principles community. Once you look within to the power you have to think. And how what you engage in your thinking affects you. That's what's affecting you. And so when my client came to her own way, after realizing the deeper understanding of that truth, that the way we use thought affects us, this is what she saw. She saw she's going along in life less interested in what her thinking was given what what, what thoughts were coming to mind, including particular thoughts about yourself. And that's where freedom of thought comes, that ability to just be free of the pressure of our serious thinking. And um, again, seriousness is a sign that, once again, we're engaging our thinking you know too seriously well we're giving too much uh uh, we're giving too much we're engaging that thinking too much as we start to get more and more serious that's really a nice indicator that we need to quiet down and and lessen our interest in our own thinking Now, if you look at that more, as I've been reflecting for today. um, It reminds me of Sid also talking about. How to just be ordinary. And I've talked about this in previous tele seminars, but it's very, very powerful. If you could. Just be ordinary. That really reduces the pressure um, that you know we get from our learned thinking about comparing ourselves to other people, uh, judging ourselves um, and evaluating ourselves. If you looked at just re- just looking to be ordinary, it takes the pressure off. When I first heard that, I just relaxed. That that, that's all you have to be in life is ordinary. A lot of our thinking uh, about ourselves is really making us making ourselves important, that we're something, you see. Now that doesn't mean we're not something, you know, but not in the fact that we're superior or we know more, or we're better than, or we've got the right way. If we're just ordinary, we're just ourselves. And if we're ourselves, people want to connect with that. If we're just ourselves, we can see more of uh, of of what's the next step we need to take in the day. If we're just ordinary, we can really hear the guidance from the spiritual wisdom we're all a part of, the energy of mind, the intelligence of mind. And so reflecting on losing interest in my own thinking brought me to just this statement by Sid to just be ordinary. Because if we lose interest in thinking about ourselves, we're just ordinary. We're just another human being looking to be happy, looking for a sense of well-being, looking to enjoy life, um, listening for the spiritual wisdom we're all a part of, and letting that guide us rather than our ideas about how we should be, and letting that guide us. And it's kind of like, you know how they, how people hold up their hands and say, uh, well, then I, what would I look better at my own way of thinking, how to guide myself with my ideas about myself, or with this deep spiritual wisdom guiding me? It's a no-brainer when you really get the feeling of that. And... And that statement to lose interest in ourselves, lose interest in our thinking about ourselves, lose interest in our thinking and being ordinary allows us to drop into those beautiful feelings. And as Sid has shared with us, particularly if you look at the Long Beach lectures, in that feeling of quiet, of relaxing, of um, freedom, is wisdom. That's where it lies. Wisdom does not lie in uh, taking your thinking seriously, taking yourself seriously. Wisdom lies in feelings that exist beyond that beyond that personal thinking, you see. So it was a wake-up for me. I never I never learned this. I never learned that if I'm in a really nice feeling, if I'm happy, if I'm having a laugh, if I'm in a sense of appreciation or gratitude, if I'm just not even thinking about myself, just going about life, uh, connecting with other people when I, I'm at, even at the grocery store. When I'm in that mode, that's where the wisdom lies. And that's how I'm meant to live. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that just wonderful that in a way, we're taken care of if we get out of the way. And, you know, if, if Mark Howard gets out of the way of being such an, so important, um, I have these beautiful feelings to guide me. I have the, the wisdom beyond the universe to guide me. Um, and so when my client shared that she found herself losing interest in her thinking. It was so powerful. It sounded like a, you know, just an offhanded comment, but it was a very powerful realization. Because it's only these habitual thoughts that get us caught up in... um the ways of looking at life that get us troubled or uh, have us feeling less than or, you know, questioning things or getting into conflicts. But the more we just be ordinary, um, the more we lose a sense of self-importance, being better than or having the right way, particularly, We get to live in beautiful feelings. And in those beautiful feelings, we know what to do. We really do know what to do. Um, I was just sharing with this friend of mine um, who I spent um, the weekend with, um, George Pransky, that... This is just one example, but it's come to mind as I'm talking right now. Um, Like maybe, I guess, eight years ago, I got a call from Jamie Smart to come over to to London to train his group of people in the principles for a year. Not to live there, but to come over and do cer you know, do training a certain number of times in the year. And my thinking got insecure. I'd never done that. I had not been out of the United States in any way to do any kind of t- um I lived in Canada, but that's different than um whatever this fearful thinking, you know. I did not lose interest in fearful thinking. But I had the wisdom. Now, I didn't see it as wisdom, but I just had this sense that I've got to ask my wife about this. And when I did, she said, well, isn't this your dream? You see? Well, once I heard that, uh, I was filled with the beautiful feelings of my dream to bring this understanding to other health practitioners. So I don't know, I that story just came up because it just shared how once we get freedom from the serious, taking our thinking seriously, we find these beautiful feelings that guide us. And it was beautiful, you know, This isn't about me, but it, you know, it led to living, being able to share this understanding that I was blessed to see in ways I'd never imagined, to people I had never imagined I would be meeting and presenting this understanding to. But the story really is that we all take our thinking seriously. To see that in a way where your wisdom might help you find a way to get beyond it, if you could listen to that um, and um I know uh in the coaching world, people talk about you know getting a mentor or a coach, maybe your wisdom will guide you to. Talk out your insecurities with a mentor so that you can gain an understanding that frees you and has you taking your thinking less seriously, has you losing interest in your thinking. So you start living in these beautiful feelings of love, of happiness, wisdom, which is there for the taking right now. It's there for the taking were it not for the thinking uh, we're, we're interested in right now. So um, I hope this has been helpful to you all. And, uh, and you get a feeling of um, gentleness of losing interest in your thinking. It's so gentle and meaningful. Not, again, as I mentioned as we started today, not as a strategy or uh, something to practice, but as an understanding that you can actually lose interest in your thinking, particularly thinking about yourself and move in the direction of being ordinary or move in the direction of being less serious. Remember, the most unnatural state of a human being is unhappiness. We're naturally here to be happy and enjoy life around us. So I wanted to share this with you today and um, love being with all of you. And want to check in now. Again, the purpose of these teleseminars, calling them a town hall meeting, is because it's like, you know, politicians in the United States going to their communities. Call, it's a town hall meeting, what they call it. They talk for a bit, then they hear from their their membership. You know, they hear from the community members. I wanted it to be the same way. So I would love to hear from you Um, any questions you have from today, anything you'd like to share from today or anything just in general about the principles or Sydney Banks teachings. To do so, you need to press star two on your phone. And um, then I can see that you want to share and um, we'll go from there. So we have someone here already. Um, uh, Diane.
2: Oh, hi. Yes. Hi, love. Well, I wanted to say thanks. That This is just a great topic. I have been, uh, <laughs> stuck on myself for quite a while and, and I, I didn't even realize, but it was tending toward like depressed thoughts, like unhappy thoughts. And, um, and I was so happy to see uh your email about this tele seminar anyway um when you said uh reminded me uh all of us about what Sid said about that it's uh uh so unnatural to be unhappy you know and and all of a sudden, like it's just like this uh and it was like just really gentle, but just a calming down of my 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 thinking and stuff and taking a step back and not taking things so serious you know and I do know and of course I'm not always so grumpy but (laughs) but um when when um when I am like you say just living life and doing whatever whatever um it's uh it, it is peaceful, and and things just calm down. So it was a just a wonderful reminder. So yeah, hats off to you for doing this. Eleven years, how wonderful! <laughs> That's great.
0: But uh, but anyway, thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you, Diane, and nice to hear from you. And again, you know what you shared is what what's so beautiful about this is that something clicks, you know, that we can hear something that is truthful and it clicks for us. You know, we, you, you might say it resonates with us. We see somewhere the truth of it, the truth of this, and it changes us. It We become more relaxed or peaceful. And well, thank you for sharing that. And um, once again, you know, when you, shared about that quote that I shared about sin, I didn't know this, but being told this made a world of sense, and it was a great guidance for me to just see, isn't that just simple? All it is is unhappiness is the most unnatural state of of human beings, not in a blame way, but just to wake up to know that, and that helps me. Um, Again, it helps me not take my um, low mood thinking so seriously, my troubled thinking so seriously. Um, but, um, But that's really what I love about this understanding and being able to talk with all of you is that if something resonates with you, um it just looks simple. It looks like, oh, yeah, that's a direction to go. That's really what all of this is about, is waking up to a direction to look. Not look in all of those troubling thoughts, but see that that's not how you're meant to live life. What a wake-up call. So, uh Diane... Thanks for sharing and and great to hear from you. Anybody else like to share or have a question? Just press star 2 on your phone and um, we'll talk together. We can talk about anything here that uh, you'd like to take a look at around the principles or Sid's understanding or just today's talk. You know, another example of this, um, of just dropping into not, uh, good feelings and following the wisdom as um um, I presented today that this is our 11th year with, tel- with the teleseminars. I remember being um, it being suggested to me to do teleseminars. And once again, you know, that in those days, uh, it doesn't happen as often, you know, insecure thinking can be to mind, but I got insecure about it, you know, like, oh no, I've got to learn a computer program. Um, What am I going to say? You know, all these kinds of things, right? And it was with me. It was kind of like in the back of my mind for four months, really, as I just stayed reflective with the suggestion to do teleseminars. And one day, um, I listened to Sydney Banks a lot, and You know, even 11 years ago, I'm listening to him a lot. And it just, I just heard something that resonated with me. And I realized once again, you know, what's the big deal? Why are you so taking this so seriously? Um, And um, so I went to that suggested computer program to be able to offer these teleseminars, um, mm-hmm. and I realized it was one of the most simplest things to learn that that, that, that I ever, uh, you know, had to learn, you know, because all it does is give me a nice control panel here where I can see people who are on our call and also respond to your questions and, and also, you know, get you connected. And uh, isn't it funny that when you go beyond your insecure thinking, it's like, what was I making of this, you know? But we don't really learn from that. What we learn from is understanding that insecure thought is just well-learned thinking. That's all it is. There's no truth to it. And it's keeping us from beautiful feelings and the wisdom about how to go about uh, whatever you'd like to do. Um, So let's see, we got someone else here. Um, So is it Marcella?
1: Yes, can you hear me? Hi, Mark. Hi, it's so nice to hear you. Thank you. And thank you for reminding us. I can you hear me? Can you hear me well?
0: No. Yes. yes. Okay.
1: Uh, I love that feeling. You always just enable all of us to, to experience. So thank you for that and for that gentle reminding. Don't take your thinking so seriously. Don't get too, so attached to that. It's it's just so important to be reminded of that, however simple it may sound and so thank you for that and i would like to ask you something i've been recently encouraged to somehow do less and yet uh-huh. it feels so prompting to all that stuff but it has been now reflecting i guess even in my physical state of body of my body so i wonder what's your intake on that might be (laughs) how to do less when everything feels so prompting. (laughs) I don't know if it makes sense. My question.
0: (laughs) Well, it looks to me that, um, you know, you, you may have heard something about how to be right now. And, um, you know, getting a sense that it might be good to do less doesn't mean that there won't be things there. Uh, uh, But um, it's about being able to live with the wisdom uh, in spite of the things that are around. And I'll just tell you a story about following that wisdom. And it's just yours, you know. You, But, but um, Elsie Spittle and Chip Chipman used to do a school on Salt Spring Island twice a year. I was mm-hmm. invited up to do one with them. And uh, I was in the audience at the time listening to Elsie speak. And she talked about how she had... Um, taught a lot in um, Europe, and had come home uh, at the start of summer, and all of a sudden got this uh, sense to not do any work for the whole summer, just to – she didn't say it this way, but to take it easy, to not do anything. She first got a little insecure about the poss- that she might lose clients or clients will find other teachers, but she really honored that message. Um she's really someone who follows the voice of wisdom. And so she did. She just followed that. And really mm-hmm. refused everything that was like prompting. I guess that's what you were saying, Marcella. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. she just really honored that and um and you know um lived the summer quiet. Her long just kind of doing whatever showed up but was not working. And um I you know, of course she had she just she let everybody know that were her clients what what she was doing and and everybody waited till she came back at the end of summer.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: and it really again showed me not that we should um we should like be quiet, but she showed me the faith and trust we have to have in that voice of wisdom when life around us doesn't seem to fit <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So to to um, trust. I (laughs) I hope that's helpful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Mark. Thank you. So so great to hear you. Thank you for that. (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. Marcella, thank you. Good to hear from you too. And um, uh, you know, just good that you're here on the on the call. And it really is just about a nice, quiet feeling. Really, that's it. There's so much wisdom available when you find that nice feeling. And, um, I mean, you don't want to start thinking right away, you know, when you just, again, resonate with being ordinary, or you resonate with being less serious about yourself, or you resonate with losing interest in your thinking. Just live in that feeling of that, the feeling of that. You know, we don't, I, I don't know. We haven't really learned the value of that. I didn't know the value of just nurturing a nice feeling when it comes along. Uh, but, you know, I do a lot of... um we're coaching work and mentoring with people who are in relationships. And when we meet together and the, this couple shows signs of um, tenderness or signs of uh, a nice feeling in the midst of their, their troubling talking with each other, I point that out to them. Because, you see, nobody realizes that, like in a meeting with me, that holding hands, a moment of their holding hands is really the feeling they're looking for. Everybody's looking to solve their thinking. So when they have in, the, in a meeting, a nice feeling comes in, uh, they don't know to nurture that because they don't know that's where, that's really where all of the answers lie. Isn't that something? I didn't know that either. But what I've shared with you today, what I've heard from Sydney Banks and, and other things resonated with me so I started to know oh yeah, that's where to look. That's the feeling to nurture not not my habitual thinking. And um again, you know, that it's led to Living in nicer feelings, but also, um, really being able to be guided, uh, that, you know, be guided by the wisdom, the spiritual wisdom we're a part of rather than Mark Howard continuing to try to guide his way. Because if I'm guiding my way, my thinking has put up some obstacles. But when I drop into a nice feeling and kind of hear the voice of wisdom, it's a no-brainer, really. Just like Elsie was sharing with me. Just like what was waking up for Marcella. Um, And to really know that where to look was, for me, what is the power of this understanding, the hope of this understanding. Because I was looking in the wrong direction. I was looking into my learned thinking as a way to find answers rather than realize that they they were leading me away from the, my true essence and the beautiful feelings that are there to live in. So anybody else have anything you want to share? Uh press start two on your phone. There's one more person here. It's from uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Oh. Okay. <clears throat> Can you hear me? Yes.
2: Oh, okay. Hi Mark. Um
4: this Hi. is Nancy. Hi, this Hi, is Nancy. Nancy. And <clears throat> first of all, I'm just thrilled to be on the teleseminar cuz I was able to to walk and listen and <laughs> sometimes I sit too long. <laughs> and uh well, that's great. you know, doing other uh um programs and things. So this has been great. And also, I want to say hello to Marcella cuz she told me about this um um teleseminar just today so i was able to sign on and and get in here so i'm grateful for that and um uh, i wanted to mention i was listening to what you were talking about you know of um i was catching that of what you said about isn't that your dream and i i just thought oh wow that's really it isn't it it's the it's the putting our attention on the dream and getting our attention off of all this thinking that is um just taking us around in uh it's like the hamster wheel, you know, yes so true, so I yeah, so I really appreciated that and and just um recently had a chance to um plan and actually take a trip um to France and and that's been a dream you know to go and do that in Provence, and um I realized early on that you know like the planning of it seemed like I was really big, you know, I was getting my thinking, and I just settled down into the feeling, and don't you know, right, In the next, you know, very short amount of time, I'm starting to look around for um, an apartment to stay in, and I find this perfect apartment that, you know, <laughs> was just, oh my gosh, we just loved it so much, and it was, you know, at a price we could do, and I, it was just... So, for the whole trip i I noticed you know what am I feeling and just following the feelings and and it was so wonderful to have that time to really say yes to the dream <laughs> that the dream was unfolding, and all I had to do was stay in the feeling and the feelings, and it would guide us you know um day by day, moment by moment, and it was such a realization of how um traveling like that really brought me to a place of seeing that you know when we're not traveling and everything feels so concrete you know it feels like everything is like this is the way things are but when I was out traveling I I just really had more even so of a feeling of no life is unfolding and you're being guided from moment to moment and so I, I just, that caught me when you said about, isn't that your dream? And, and how, how much we kind of discount our dreams in our culture and and say, no, you can't have that. You have to do something more practical. And I'm talking about myself, of course, you know. So, um,
0: yeah, I just wanted to kind of share that. oh well, Nancy, thank you. That was beautiful, really. You were speaking to the heart of um today's teleseminar. I'm glad you joined us uh, on the recommendation from Marcella, because what you shared is beautiful. And, uh, you know, um, that feeling when you uh, drop away your your thinking about your dream and just live in the essence of your dream, it's just like it just flows. and Sid said, never stop dreaming. Um, and so you, you really spoke to that. It just is another way to live in these beautiful feelings because that dream also to me is just a voice beyond our, our own thinking because our thinking could bring in self doubt you know, like you were saying, you know, like, you know, it, it begins to evaluate our dream. But the dream is really free of our own beliefs and, and, uh, and really has its own direction if we can stay in the feeling of it. So it was beautiful what you share here, Nancy. And uh, Christine. Yeah, Christine.
3: Can you hear me? Yeah, you can hear me. Yeah. yeah, I just, well, first of all, I want to thank you. And uh, when you started out with uh, quoting from that losing interest in my thinking and talking about then also uh, uh, lose interest in my thinking and just be ordinary, that just... All by a sudden, the word surrendering came to me as a surrendering to just be ordinary, and that has really uh, made me so peaceful. Something happened. When th- that came to me tonight, so I want to thank you for that. Just surrendering to just be ordinary. So that's
0: yeah. Well, Christine, thank you so much, and nice to talk with you. And again, you know that that's the end. That's like you seeing something, you know, just what you shared—the experience of you seeing the truth for yourself and it had that impact on you and that that really is um, what um, Sid's teachings are really directing us to is to waking that up waking up something in us beyond how we think about the world and we experience it just like the share today uh, Christine's sharing that she saw it her way and it had this impact and that we can see the world from a deeper, a deeper knowing um, mm-hmm. is, is a beautiful um, potential and it's so hopeful uh, because once you get it to the, the way that people have shared today, once you see it your way, you never lose that. Now, your consciousness may change and you might get caught up again taking your thinking seriously. But what you have seen, uh, what has rang true for you, what has come, what you made of this understanding where it impacts you to bring you the nice feelings will come back. That's the beauty of this of learning through insight, of awakening knowledge that we all share in, in, in common. So I, um, we need to stop here. I know there, may, there are a few more hands up. If you wanted to email me um, your question or what you wanted to share, I'd be glad to, 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 to do that, to talk with you. Uh, but we do need to stop today's teleseminar Thank you all for being here. Um, I'm so grateful uh, for your support. And as I mentioned at the beginning, going into November, which is a month of Thanksgiving for the United States, North America, well, just the United States, actually. um, I'm going to offer you all, whoever's interested, a free uh, coaching session with me. And just email me if you, you're interested in that. And also um if you raised your hand and uh to, to talk and I didn't get to you on the teleseminar, email me your question or what you want to share and uh, and we'll talk about it. So thank you all for being here. We'll see you all next month. And um a recording of today's session will be sent out to you. So uh You all take care. We'll talk with you in the month of November.